Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. It's time now for The Bigger Picture. And what a way to set up the week where you look at a maybe, maybe not type of situation. On one hand, we're looking at Malaysia, trying to mm. sort of reason that out. We're waiting out for Federal Reserve minutes. Uh, but the big one that you're watching out for this morning is China. On the back of them reporting their first COVID-related death in almost six months. Yeah, there's been such a lack of good news from China that I think... Of investors welcomed the property sector rescue package, yeah. and I think that was reflective in how Chinese markets have been going up in recent days and a week or so. If you look at Hang Seng Index, for example, it's up twenty one percent month to date, and that's off the back of also those restrictions being eased up on the quarantine front. But over the weekend, things are starting to look a bit dicey because you've got. That first COVID-related death in almost six months in Beijing, sparking some concern that we could return to tighter restrictions in China, or at least in Beijing. So that is just setting up things for China to be, well, quite edgy. Let's unpack it with Suresh Tantia. He is the Senior Investment Strategist for Credit Suisse. Morning, Suresh. Good morning. Hey, Suresh, glad to have you on the line. Let's talk about what's playing out right now when it comes to jitters in China. We've seen Chinese markets outperforming. Where do you think things will go from here? I think it's quite likely that uh, you will see market giving up some of those gains because conditions are still very challenging. Um, as you mentioned, we had uh, just uh, the first death uh, in Beijing after six months. So that could lead to more restrictions about the COVID lockdowns. And even on the property sector, I think whatever uh, measures have been taken, they are more about piecemeal approach to ensure that uh, companies can deliver on their projects to consumers. But these uh, measures are not going to revive the real estate sector in China. That's why I think it's quite likely that the uh, market will give up uh, some of the gains we have seen in the last two, three weeks. Yeah, Suresh, how are you approaching China right now? What do you need to see before you get more confidence to jump back in in a bigger fashion? A um, couple of things. One is that we need to see more substantial policy measure and the stimulus from the government to revive the economy. Because at this point of time, the economic momentum is extremely weak and it does need a substantial amount of money and liquidity injection from PBOC and authorities. Second would be the zero COVID policy. We need to see more flexibility and a clear indication mm-hmm. from the government that they are going to reopen the uh, economy. We have seen some welcoming signs, but not any official announcement or the flexibility shown by the authorities. So if these two things happen, then definitely we could see more positive outlook for China market. Yeah, I think that's an important point. Clear indications, which will provide markets with more clarity. And I think one of the factors also in the mix is the strength of the Chinese yuan. And that has an impact from the strength of the US dollar, where we are getting quite a bit of Fed speak. The latest coming from Boston Federal Reserve President Susan Collins, saying that policymakers can tame inflation without doing too much damage to employment. And in recent days, we've heard from a few Fed speakers saying, hey, rates are not high enough. We need to go higher. How high do you think we are going to see these rates? And where will the US dollar go from here? Um, I think it's quite likely that Fed is going to hike rates to 5% and then just stay there, monitor the inflation until it comes down to the target of uh, 2%. So in terms of dollar, I definitely it, uh, in the last uh, two, three weeks, we have seen a very strong 
pullback mm. uh, because of the expectations that rates have peaked in US and uh, that would mean uh, other currencies uh, should strengthen but i think this move has been fast and furious in the short term it's quite likely that the dollar will bounce back as uh, the fed pivot hopes or the people who are expecting get disappointed but from a medium term perspective 6 to 12 month perspective i think dollar is going to weaken mm. as uh, market has already priced in the 5% rates which is where i think uh, fed is going to stop yeah that clarity from the various communications from these fast speakers and something else on the radar is what's happening in the crypto space what's your take on the risk appetite impact when it comes to all the ripple effects we're seeing from the FTX fallout. Are we seeing investors starting to assess their risk positions and staying away from some of these riskiest assets right now? Uh, well, the impact of cryptos in the other financial markets are felt only for the 24 or the 48 hours. Hmm. But what matters more for the traditional, uh, traditional financial markets like equities and bonds is what the Fed does, how the inflation moves, and the um, story about China. So I don't think from a medium term perspective, uh, whatever has happened in the crypto market is going to impact uh, the traditional financial market more meaningfully. Mm. And also what's also playing out this week, at least today, is some news around Malaysia where we are expecting results, at least some clarity on who might be the new government and who will be the new leader for Malaysia. Uh, depending on what happens, um, Suresh, how do you see this playing out for Malaysian markets, which have actually been sluggish? And if we do get some clarity, would that be a catalyst for these stock markets? Um, definitely, if we get some clarity, that could be a catalyst for the market. But until then, I think it's going to remain range-bound or slightly under pressure because we have a hung parliament uh, mm. in Malaysia. Uh, so that's not good for the financial markets. Definitely, one thing which is helping uh, Malaysia is the higher oil prices which is supporting the ringgit compared to the rest of the other uh, Asian currencies and also to some extent providing support to the equity market. But uh, as you mentioned, definitely we need to see more clarity about the government and the next prime minister. Then we can uh, look at a more positive outcome for the Malaysian equities. Mm. And Suraj, just to bring things back home, later this week we'll get the third quarter GDP numbers. Based on the advanced estimates, we are expecting the third quarter to grow 4.4%. But by and large, a lot of economists are expecting things to get softer from here on. Are you seeing any signs of this happening? And where will this take the Singapore stock markets? Things are going to slow down. There's no doubt about that because the export growth is falling. We have seen the Western consumer demand coming down both in US and Europe. That's not good for export-oriented economies. Having said that, when I look at the equity market in Singapore, I think it should be more resilient because a large chunk of the equity market are banks, which are doing extremely well because mm. of the higher interest rate. And the loan demand is also remain healthy given the strength of the uh, housing market in Singapore. So I'm not so worried about the equity market. I think it should see some recovery from here. But uh, definitely the economic momentum is going to slow down. All right, I've been sharing Suresh Tantia. He is the Senior Investment Strategist for Credit Suisse, helping us to unpack all the things on the calendar and on the radar for investors this week. Suresh, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you very much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.